Okay, so I was getting ready to record the episodes for the energy types. And then it dawned on me. When I very first pulled my chart, I looked at it and thought, what the fuck does any of this mean? And I know that many of you are doing this right now. You're pulling your charts and you're like, what the hell? Or maybe you've pulled your chart in the past and you've looked at it and said, this is confusing. I don't get what the fuck any of this means. And then maybe you just decided to not look into it any further. And so, yes, even though the series, like this is the whole point of it is to better kind of like equip you with the information and give you more understanding of what this all means. I think it, we have to kind of like break down a little bit, like what the chart means. So when you're looking at it, it makes a little bit more sense. And I think that it's going to better even help you as we move in to the different categories and the different topics that I'm going to be teaching on, that then it's going to make even that much more sense. Because <laughs> then you're going to have just like a basic understanding of what these terms mean and what the chart all means in and of itself. So if you have yet to pull your chart, I highly recommend you do that now. Go into the show notes. I have a link for a site that you can use. It is a free chart that you can pull. And actually there's tons of different sites online. All of them are free from what I've seen. Every single one of them are free and they are all going to be the same. So if you've pulled from a different site, don't think you have to pull again. Um, just use the, the site that you've used, just like have it pulled up. Um, so that when I'm going through it, you're going to be able to see what I'm, what I'm talking about. If you want to take notes, feel free to do that as well. Um, and then, yeah, when you pull your chart, so you just need the basic stuff, right? You need your birthday, where you were born, and then your birth time. Now, it is super important for you to be able to have your birth time because that to be 100% accurate within your chart, having the birth time is key, though I know that not everybody has that. So there's definitely ways that you can get your birth time. I know you can like call the county you were born in or um, state records or things like that. But if you're like, yeah, no, I don't really, I don't really want to do all that, which that's totally fine too. There's other ways we can play around with it. And, um, you can kind of figure out like, if you know, even the time of day, like, was it the morning? Was it the evening? You know, we can play around a little bit in those times. And this is also where it's like, this might be where you need to like book a session with somebody, um, to, uh, pull your chart because there's definitely ways that I play around with the numbers to try to get as accurate as I possibly can for somebody. Um, so you can either ask me or if there's somebody else that you resonate more with, that's totally fine too. There's tons of human design readers out there, but there's just definitely ways for you to be able to get your chart as accurate as possible. Um, cause you'd be amazed. Like sometimes it really does matter. Like, um, you know, within even minutes of uh, somebody's birth chart, but yeah, figure that out and then come back to, to me when you are ready. And then we're going to go ahead and start going through the different information. Sorry, I'm just getting all my notes, um, pulled aside. So I'm going to read through it listed off how it's listed off on the site that I put into the show notes. Again, if you pulled it from a different site, that's fine. It might be listed off differently. That's okay. The overall things are still going to be the same. So you're going to see things listed out in categories. Like it's going to be like type strategy, not self theme, all those things that is all the same for everyone's charts. Um, then you're going to see 
also the actual body graph, which is going to have different shapes. Some are going to be colored in, some might be white, some might be all white. Um, you're going to see different numbers, colored lines, colored, you're going to see arrows, um, like four different arrows, usually sometimes around the top of the head or those two top triangles. Um, or you're going to also see down the sides on like a left side and a right side, you're going to have a list of numbers going down with a whole bunch of different symbols going down them. Okay. Some of this stuff you might recognize, um, if you're into astrology, you might notice some of the similarities within the chart. Some of you are going to be like, I still, I have no clue what any of this fucking means. That's totally fine. Now, here's also the thing. As we're going into the series more, as we're going into all of the, the stuff that I'm going to be breaking down, you have to also understand that a lot of this stuff, you know, there are, there's a lot of intricacy within people's charts. I can't get into all of the intricacies, right? Because everybody is so different and everybody is so unique within their charts. So this is why I re recommend if you really want to go there and dive in deeper to be working with a human design reader or somebody like myself who does a reading that's combined with like, how do we actually start experimenting with and integrating it actually into our day-to-day -day life. Now, that's not to say that if you just listen to the series and start like digesting the information that I'm giving and implementing the things that I'm going to be sharing, that you're not going to see changes like you're definitely going to. And in all fairness, like that's how I started out. I got my chart. I started listening to podcasts like this. I started learning like the basics. I started reading books, started reading blogs, started Googling things, got on the Instagram, searched all the stuff. And I really started. That was how I started learning. And that honestly, even if that is all you do and you start integrating in that way, you're going to start to see shifts. You're going to start to notice like, wow, like this is amazing. Like when I'm working with my authority, how much this has really supported me or just even better understanding how my energy works. This has really supported me. So it's still going to be very beneficial, but I just want that to be very clear that there's only so much that I can get into, um, because you know, at, like I said, everybody is so unique and so different and all your charts are so different. Now let's go ahead and start breaking down the, um, the different categories that you're going to see lifted up, listed off. So the very first thing is your type. So this is like what I've been talking about the last couple of episodes. You've got your five different energy types that's going to be listed there. And this is going to tell you like your energy type is just how your energy flows, right? This is how your auric field is working. This is how you're exchanging energy. This is how you're absorbing energy. This is how your, your energy is either protecting itself. Like this is just how the auric field is naturally working in the environments that you're in and with the other energy types that you're around. Now, here's the, the cool thing is that like your auric field is just like, it's working without you doing anything, right? This is just like a natural thing that your body, that your human body, your auric field is just doing all on its own. And so just having that own awareness, like I said, like when we get into the energy types, just even having that own clicked in awareness of like, this is just how your auric field naturally works. That's really going to shift things for you. Now, the next thing you're going to see listed is your strategy. And the strategy is kind of just like what, what it means, like the, the strategy of your life. This is really the practice, the, the way that you are going to be operating of sorts, like in your day-to-day -day life in alignment and 
to create more ease and flow and for things to just kind of happen like effortlessly. Like when you are following your strategy, you're just going to notice like things just kind of fall into place. Things just kind of start to evolve. Things just kind of naturally unfold because you're working with your natural energy uh, and you're working with your natural strategy. And the strategy really goes hand in hand, like with your energy type. So, you know, if you're like me, a projector, all projectors are going to have the same strategy of waiting for the invitation. Again, we'll get more into that when I start breaking down the energy types, but just know that, that the type and the strategy go hand in hand. Now, your not self theme also goes hand in hand with your type and with your uh, with the strategy and all of those things. So the not self theme, though, what I love about this is like your own unique, innate body's warning system. This is the emotion. This is the sensation. This is literally what you viscerally will feel in your body when you are not working in alignment, when you're not following the strategy, when you're not working with your energy, when you're going down the path that's not really quite suited for you, your body has this alert system. And so for many people, when they look at this, so like for me as a projector, it says bitterness. I'm like, yep, I fucking know what it feels like to be a bitter Betty. I know that feeling. And most people even, they'll talk like this. So like my husband, like when he's frustrated, which is the not self theme for um, a manifesting generator and generators, like it's very funny. Like he will use those words and he resonates very strongly with like feeling frustrated. So that's the not self theme for them. And we'll, again, we'll go more in depth in that and how we're working with that. But one way to really remember this that I tell my clients, and I find that this is the easiest way to also remember it, is that if you picture you're driving down the road and you're on your journey and you're going towards your goal, whatever it is you're going along, if you start to veer off on your path, you're going to hit those bumps on the side of the road or those potholes or whatever it is on the side of the road that kind of jolt the car and kind of alert the car like, bup, 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 like hey, you know, get back on your path. That's what the not self theme is. It's really that alert system kind of being like, hey, like jolting the body a little bit to be like, get back on, you know, getting back on the path. Now, what isn't actually listed on this site, and it might be listed on the site that you have, and I'm just going to throw this in here because I think it's really important to also know is your signature. Now, your signature is the thing that is like the opposite of the not self theme. So it's the emotion, it's the feeling, it's the sensation that you will physically feel in your body when you're actually on the right path, when you're actually working in alignment, when your things are moving right along. And the fun part about that one too, is that I have seen that this is kind of like before people even know what their chart is, or when I'm talking to people that know nothing about human design and they will use words or they will talk about this sensation already naturally, like that it's just a natural space that they want to feel comfortable in, that this is where they want to be. Like they're striving for that feeling or sensation or like when people are building out their goals, it can be very interesting. I'm like, oh, tell me more about your goals. Like what's these feelings that are attached to these goals? And they will use verbiage that's essentially explaining this signature that they naturally already have. So it's so fun to see this. I love it when I'm talking to people that don't know anything about human design and how they start talking in these ways. It's, it's really super cool. 
Um, so the next thing you're going to see is your inner authority. This might just be, it, it probably is my favorite, um, section of all of human design because this one definitely was so pivotal for me when I was working with my energy and better understanding how to work with my human design, because your authority is really how your intuition is speaking to you, how it shows up in your body. How does it feel? How does it sound? How is that like knowingness in your body? Like, what does that look like for you? And so many people, they want to know, like, how do I get to a better, you know, process of, you know, making aligned decisions? How do I make aligned decisions for myself? I don't even know because so many of us, right, get stuck up in like the worrying or the comparing or the, I don't know, or, you know, getting stressed out about all the options. And wouldn't it be nice if we had the intuitive gifting in our body that told us what the decision was. Well, we do. This is our inner authority. And so when we get into authority, that's going to be really super fun because that's to me is when you really start to get into the experiment and start playing with it. And then you start like, that's how you start following things. And you're like, okay, things are starting to kind of fall into place. And I'm noticing how my energy is working with this. So these top ones that I've just started lifting off, I feel like those are the big ones for a lot of people. I feel like these are when I'm very, like, if I'm trying to give somebody the basics just to kind of like, let's just start here. It's usually with this, right? Like, here's your energy type. Here's your authority. This is kind of your, you know, this is your strategy to get along with this. And then here's your indicators. Am I moving along? Am I not moving along? Right. I feel like when people get those of the basics of those, that's when they start getting hooked into it. That's when they start seeing how transformative this is. This is when everything starts to make sense. And they're like, okay, this is really fucking cool. And then this is when they want to start going deeper into things and they start want to start digesting more of the information. And so then the next thing you're going to have is your profile. And the profile is really kind of like your persona, your personality, it's your personality archetype, if you will, right? It's like your unique being in this world. It's your behaviors. It's how you are, you know, learning and how you are kind of like traveling on this life's path, like the style that if you would, right? Like this is kind of like the outfit of sorts that you wear in your own kind of like life's journey, kind of like, that's why I say like your persona. Um, and you have two different numbers. One is your unconscious number. One is your conscious number. So interestingly enough, when I, I learned about my profile numbers, I felt like I was conscious to both of them. Um, but a lot of times maybe like one side is kind of like that persona of personality that a lot of people see of you. Um, and then there's one side that like you recognize more of yourself, right. Or like, or you weren't aware of yourself. Um, I feel like I just said that wrong. There's the one that, yeah, like people can see of you that maybe you don't always recognize. And then there's the side of that you, you typically do. Um, so yeah, that's the profile numbers that gets really fun too. There's a lot of different intricacies in that and differences in that. Um, so again, this is where all the layers come in, right? Because you can be an energy, you could be a generator, but you could be a two, four generator. Whereas like 
somebody else could be like a three, five generator, right? Like, so there's, those are the differences that are already being layered in. Same thing with your authority. You could then be like a generator who's a sacral authority and a one, four, right? Again, all of the differences that start kind of playing into the intricacies of your chart. The next thing you're going to see listed is usually your definition. Now, the definition is kind of like how your energy flows in your own chart. It's kind of like how your energy is talking to each other or sometimes like, so you kind of will, um, so for me, like how my definition works in my chart, it's very like cohesive. So it flows very, um, very smoothly in my chart where for some other people, they kind of have like a, like a little bit of breaks within the flow of their communication within their chart. And so this can just add a little bit more. Um, they just have to have more awareness that they can almost have like two or three or, or separate flows of energy that they are working with within their own definition within their chart. Again, this is where it has to be a conversation where we dive in a little bit deeper, but just know that this is just kind of like how you're processing information, energy, and it's just kind of how the energy is naturally talking to itself within the chart. Then you're going to have your incarnation cross. This is really super fun to dive into people. Um, again, this is where it's a it's, there's a lot of different incarnation crosses. So this is where everything can get very different and personalized per the, the, you know, the person's chart, but this is really where it is your unique life's purpose. This is kind of like what your energy is really here to do, what you're really here to create, um, and to birth into the space. And so this can get really fun when we start getting into your life's purpose and then how to actually be working with all the other parts of your chart to kind of even further align into your, um, your life's purpose. I think I'm gonna have to pause for a second. The dog is losing her mind. Hold. Okay. So she finally stopped barking. It gave me a moment though, to get myself some water before we started diving into the rest of the chart. So now we're going to be looking at the actual body graph. We're going to be looking at the different shapes. The shapes are called centers. Now I'm not going to break down every single center. I'm going to do that in a separate episode. I'll break them down. But for right now, what you need to know with the centers is whether or not they're colored or they're white. Now, if they're colored, this means that they are defined. And if they are white, that means they are open. So that's when you'll hear people say are, you know, is that center defined or is it open? That's what they're meaning. And that's how you'll know. So when it's colored in and it's defined, it's meaning that you're holding that it, the energy of that center, you're working with that energy already innately in you, you hold access to the, the gifting and the, the energy of that center when it is white and once it's open, this is actually where you're bringing in energy from the external world. This is where you're learning. This is where you get gifting from others. This is where you have understanding from others. This is kind of, this is spaces where we get to learn and grow. The problem though becomes is that instead of treating these centers like a filter, because we, we don't have, you know, a, a lot of us, we have no idea about these centers and how this is working, right? Um, what ends up happening is instead the centers, because we're bringing an energy from other people, what's actually happening is that this is where the conditioning is coming in. So we're kind of attaching into this, these beliefs, this energy, these other, you know, things that actually are not us. 
and we're absorbing it and we're magnifying it. So the open centers actually have the ability to magnify the, um, that energy. And usually that's to kind of like our detriment, right? This is kind of like where the shadows can live. This is where trauma will typically, um, come through. This is where our, you know, conditioning, like I said, this is the conditioning. This is where, um, when we're going to be working through, like when I'm working through somatic work, when we're working through deconditioning process, when we're finally recognizing what is really us and what is not us. And this process of letting go of who we not, who we are not, this is where it's living is within the open centers. And so when people start having a better understanding of their energy flows and what their defined energy is, which is, you know, versus what is not really theirs, that can be really supportive and helpful, especially when we're in deconditioning, going through healing journeys, and we're kind of, you know, better able to kind of understand these different parts of ourselves um, because of the centers. Now, when you look at the centers, they're going to have little numbers inside of them. These are called gates. Um, and then the lines that go between the, the numbers attaching to each center, those are called your channels. Now, the gates and the channels are really your gifting. This is like your power. This is your innate gifts and unique gifts that you bring to the world and that you work with within your energy. So your gates, if they are, they have a little bubble around them and they're colored, that means that's activated. That's an activated gate. So you have that gates energy. Now, if you have, even if you, you have a centered, let's say that's completely, that's white and it has a number that's activated, you may not have like the energy, um, or that definition within that chart or within that center, but you do within that gate. And so that'll, that's always fun to learn about is like the actual, um, the giftings that you have, even in those centers that are maybe open. If you don't have any number within a center lit up, that means that it's completely open. And again, those are things we can dive deeper in as we get into centers. Um, the channels themselves, you'll see that if a channel, if a number on one center is then connected down, that is how your centers actually get defined. And this is then how the, um, the energy is flowing and how things are talking to one another. So kind of back when I was talking about the definition part, that category, that's kind of like, that's what's referring to is these, these channels that are linked up between these centers and how everything is kind of talking to one another and how the flow of energy is kind of moving through your own gifting. So again, these are all things that start to get a little bit more complex when you're looking at all of that. And it's definitely not something I'm going to probably go to or be able to go super deep in within the series, but it's just fun to know. You also might have things lifted on your chart. It might say like environment, digestion. These are super fun things to learn about. And there are different environments that we physically feel more aligned in. Um, and interestingly enough, like I've been sharing my environment on, um, Instagram here and there, um, I have valleys and we recently moved to the Phoenix area. It is called the, the, um, the Valley of the sun. So I thought that was really funny that I'm like, I am now physically living in a Valley. How cool is that? Uh, but environments can be really fun. I will probably do an episode on that because there's, there's just some fun stuff to kind of learn a, a little bit about it that I think, I think it'll be a fun conversation to have. 
digestion can be really fun. Digestion isn't just about like how we're eating, even though that definitely is fun to learn about when you're looking at like how you're actually digesting food and how your body and your energy is naturally kind of, um, it works with the nutrition that you're bringing in and how to, to be digesting it and energetically moving it through your digestive tract. Um, but it's also kind of like how we're absorbing and taking in and digesting information um, when it comes into our auric field. So that can be kind of fun as well, learning about. Um, you have the arrows that go along, like either you'll see it along the head or it's like those top two um, triangles. Those have different um, things to go with them. Again, kind of starts getting a little bit more intricate. Same thing with those numbers that are going down on each side. They're each connected to, um, you'll see different symbols, which are like in astrology with the planets. There's a whole lot there as well. And even within all of those numbers, there's a lot more that goes into that. And again, that's where things start getting deeper. That's a lot of stuff too, that I won't even go like when I'm working with clients in the beginning, a lot of that stuff we are not even super heavily diving into that starts getting more into like advanced readings and things like that. And after I've been working with a client for a while and we've been kind of in there experimenting and we're kind of layering things in and adding things in as we're going, um, we start my, we start getting more into the complexities of all of these things. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like the overview kind of gives a little bit more context to what all the categories mean so that as we're starting to move in now into um, energy types and authority and all of these things, you just kind of have a better understanding of what it all means. So yeah, if you have questions, um, feel free to message me. If you're starting to be like, you know what, I already know I'm going to want to dive deeper in this and actually get more support because I'm already getting like lit the fuck up by it. Just let me know. Um, and we can discuss how we could, um, how I could best support you and, you know, diving even further deeper in. And then, yeah, if you are loving these episodes, if you're loving the series, please share it, please send it out to your friends, your family, all of the peoples get on social media, talk about it, share it. Um, I would love to be able to get these episodes into the hands of more and more energy types so we can be activating ourselves and animating ourselves in the ways that we are naturally designed here to be working with our own energy flows. Um, and I just absolutely love having these conversations with you guys. And then, yeah, if you would love to, um, add a review below, that's another really great way that you can support me and support these episodes and the podcast in general is getting more reviews, um, that better helps push out the podcast to more and more people. And I already like, I love so much the community that we've been building here. And I just want to be able to continue to keep providing a beautiful space for people to come and learn and to grow and to heal together in community. Cause that's such a huge, important piece and something that I really am passionate about. So if you could support me in that, I would love that. But yeah, so I love you guys. I look forward to talking to you more and seeing you on the next episode.